Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Women-only carriages and trains. Is it a good idea or is it a bad idea? It's something that's been uh, uh, talked about in Scotland at the moment, of course. You don't need me to tell you this. Uh, Attacks on women, gender-based violence is on the up. It's on the increase. A lot of women just don't feel safe um, on public transport or even out walking at night. And uh, I'll be telling you about a story about a friend of mine um, that happened on the dart a couple of years ago. Uh, Again, a horrific story. But the debate is now started in Ireland as well about whether or not we should have women-only carriages on trains uh, to keep women safe so that if they're travelling home at night on the dart at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, that it's not them uh, alone uh, on a carriage with like four or five men. I would love to hear from you on this. 087-188-0008. Send us a WhatsApp right now or call us on that number. Do you think the idea of carriages just for women on public transport, well, on trains we're talking about, would be a good idea. I want to hear from women. Okay, I don't want to hear from angry men saying, oh, men get attacked as well, men get attacked, we want our own. Like, give over, give over. Put your underpants back on, you know what I mean, and calm down. Uh, I don't want to hear from angry men. I want to hear from women. I want to hear from you. If you are terrified to travel on public transport at night, if you've had an incident on a train, okay? Because I don't care... What any man says, it's not the same for a man. And I'm not saying men don't get attacked on public transport. Of course they do. But men don't feel that same worry when they get into a train carriage or onto a Lewis carriage and they're on their own. They're the only woman on it and there's five men there. Men don't get that same feeling, okay? So put the bravado away, lads. I want to talk to women um, and men as well, if you have an opinion on it as well. But I want to talk to women who use public transport. Would you uh, be au fait with the idea of having women-only train carriages? Send us a message now. 087-188-0008. The lines are open to you now. Now, my wife, uh, up until a couple of years ago, before we had kids, she used to do the night shift in her job. And she used to uh, get the Lewis home. She would get the two Lewises home, the red line Lewis in Dublin and then the green line Lewis. Uh, so she had, to get, she had to get two Lewises. And I could count on two hands the amount of times she said she felt intimidated or scared on the Lewis at night when she was the only woman uh, on a carriage and a group of men. And the men may be saying something or looking at her in a certain way. So I get it. I get it completely. Now, uh, the Scottish Transport Minister says that uh, women's only sections will be safer and a more enjoyable option for female passengers. The CEO of the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre, Nolene Blackwell, uh, also said that it should be trialled here in Ireland. And I want to hear from you. Is it time, are we now at the stage where we need uh, to segregate men and women on public transport so that women feel safer? 087-188-0008. I'd love to know how you feel about this. I'm going to be coming to Ash or Alison, sorry, in a moment. But I just want to bring you uh, very briefly, and I was hoping to speak to her today, but she's in work at the moment. A friend of mine who's a, a journalist uh, who had one such incident on the dart a couple of years ago, and this was um, this was shared extensively in the news uh, in articles, where she got she was on a dart coming home from work, and a group of lads got on at the Dunleary uh, train station And she was the only woman in the carriage. I'm just going to read out some of her quotes. She said, The silence was instantly pierced by animated voices, foul language and music blaring. Four of them in their 20s, young men with bags of beer 
and attitude. And then she goes on to say um, that they were lighting cigarettes. Um, they started making suggestive comments to her, uh, crude comments. They offered her a drink. They suggested that she joined them in hope for some fun. Uh, then when she got to move, went to move carriages, they blocked her with their with their legs. They they blocked her path. And the quote that really stood out for me uh, here was, I was trapped, I was stuck and I was scared. The level of taunts kept on coming as they wondered aloud what I would look like with no clothes on, all while blowing smoke towards my face. When you're alone and outnumbered, fear can take over. And so this is a friend of mine. She, this, this is not a woman that would scare easy. And that's just one experience uh, that she had on public transport. Uh, if you've had similar experiences on public transport, I would love to hear from you. And also, just to get a gauge on this, uh, can I do a poll with you as well? And just simply text yes or no. I want to find out if there's an appetite uh, for this here. Simply WhatsApp us yes or no to 087-188-008. Simple yes or no. The question is, should we, at least for a trial period, have women-only carriages on trains and on the loose? If you believe we should, text yes to 087-188-0008. If you think no, you think it's a bad idea, uh, send no to that same number. Now, Neil has been on to us on WhatsApp. How are you, Neil? Jeremy, if it's women carriages only, okay, who stops the teenagers or the men getting on the women carriages only? Who stops them getting on? And if security stops them getting on, why don't the security stay on the trains and just let them be mixed? Cheers, pal. In an ideal world, yes, Neil, we would have security. And in fairness, the Lewis in Dublin is very good for security. But we do need we do need security on public transport a lot more. But they can't be there 24-7. They weren't there when my friend Sarah Jane uh, was accosted by those men. Uh, 87 188 is their text number. Let me go to Alison. How are you, Alison? Hiya, how are you? Not bad at all. Now, uh, do you use public transport? Um, I used to. And one of the reasons why I don't anymore is because I was scared. Really? That is one of the main reasons. Yeah, um, as you were talking there um, about your wife and your friends, my stories are very similar. Um, I used to work two night shifts down in Cork City, and I used to work as a bouncer here in Galway. And um, from all my jobs, I have been followed home, have been catcalled, have been accosted on buses, and have to get friends of mine or the Gardaí to come and save me. Okay, that's a that's a lot to take in. Let's deal with the first the first issue. You've been followed home by men. Yeah. What were, um, what were the circumstances to, of this? Why were they following you home? Well, I used to work um, in the car park at the Clayton Hotel in Cork, an underground car park, and yeah. the night shift was eight pm to eight am. And I got left off a little bit early because my cover came in. So I think it was about half five in the morning, and we had a few drunk lads on the boardwalk already that we moved on. But when I was leaving work, um, Fimber, the guy who um, who relieved me, had told me to watch out. There's a big group of men around the corner. So I didn't really pay much attention. I started leaving. And next thing, as probably most women listening to this will know, I started hearing the cat calls and the snide remarks. And why am I walking home alone? Do I not want someone to walk home with me? Big, strong man. I'll come to help you and all that. So they followed me then. I'd say about half a mile. My house is about a mile and a half walk. And I was walking because there was no buses on. And, the, um, and these men were these men were following you? Yeah, I'd say they were in their mid-twenties, I want to say. Um, I was a bit younger. I was in my early twenties at that stage. 
and they were following behind me and they I'm not going to say what they said to me I'm even shaking talking about this yeah, take take um, take your time, and I don't. If it, if it contains language, uh, obviously I don't I want to. I won't. I won't. But I was won't, was it was was it of a sexual nature? Extremely, extremely. Okay. Telling me what they were all going to do to me one by one. Oh my god! To the point that I hung on my phone, ringing my flatmate Joe. He's a big guy, and I finally got through to him. And the poor boy ran down from the house in his jocks, nearly <laughs> trying to get dressed to come down to me. He's a lovely man, lovely man, Joe Lyons. I haven't seen him in years, actually. Um, he came down and he walked me home and then he walked me to and from work then for the next two weeks um, whenever I was working that shift. First of all, I'm so, I, 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 sometimes I feel I don't have to apologise on behalf of men, but I am going to apologise on behalf of those men uh, because that is disgusting behaviour. It's disgusting that you were treated that way. You should, a woman should never be made feel that way and those men uh, I wouldn't even call them men that followed you they're predators that's what they are oh it's, yeah it's, um, it's, it's scary it's scary to saying, think that, it's scary to think that they're still out there and they're probably still doing it um, yeah one of them started saying he was going to take a drill to my forehead because I it wasn't uh, reacting to his advances I was basically I was trying to ignore them I glanced over my shoulder once and I was like oh god I shouldn't have done that I shouldn't have looked them I shouldn't have you know because I thought that was egging them on more to me and like I was in like I was hardly you know, dressed as a playboy girl of the year. I doesn't matter what you were dressed. You, you, hang on, it doesn't matter what you were. You could have been walking down the road in your knickers and it wouldn't have uh, excused that type of behaviour, to be honest. Yeah. Now tell me about public, the, the, because that's the discussion there, the public transport. Um, um, yeah, so same kind of thing again when I worked as a security guard. Um, I used to have to get a public bus out, out quite early in the morning out to, um, I used to work um, the ports Port Authority, Marina Skiddy, down in Cork as well. And there was a few incidents now, actually probably too many to mention, where I'd be on the bus by myself and a group of lads would come in and they'd sit behind you, yeah. in front of you and to the side of you. Cage you in. That's, then, basically, that's, that's what they did to my friend Sarah Jane. They're basically caging yeah. you in. Um, and they're talking to each other over you. Yeah. And they're kind of, they're leaning into your personal space. And like, they're not exactly talking about, like to you, but they're talking about you yep. and you're sitting there trying to ignore them. Like for a fact now, I never walk anywhere alone with headphones in. It's all, it's all psychological, by the way. That's what they're doing. Um, they're, they're, they're basically trying to get inside your head by behaving uh, that way. And, you know, I just dread to think uh, how many of those men are still uh, around the streets uh, of Ireland and are still doing this. Sure, and even two weeks ago, I was walking home from Little because it's only, it's only a stone's throw from my house with a very large thing of toilet paper. Group of lads shouted out, now young fellas now, I'd say, Jesus, I'd say they were early 20s, late, late teens, shouted out the window what they wanted me to do with the toilet paper to them. And this was only two weeks ago, and I was in baggy tracksuits, and a baggy, I know you said it doesn't matter, but like, I was just walking, holding toilet paper, walking back to my house and get cackled from out, out of a car window. And I, I hate to admit it, but every single woman I know, be it a relative, be it an acquaintance, someone I work with, a friend. Every single woman has one of these stories. Yeah, of course they do. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know one woman that doesn't have that story. So let me ask you the question then. Yeah. Uh, female, and I think I know the answer before I ask this. Uh, female only carriages. Oh, they'd be fab. Absolutely. It make you feel, would it make you go back onto public transport? It nearly would. You know, that's one of the reasons why I bought, I bought a car. I actually had a fear of driving, and I was never really going to be someone that wanted to drive. Yeah. But I was just getting so because I pop, travel public, public transport a lot on my own and I was just no I can't do this anymore 
I cannot do this anymore. Why would you Why would you put yourself through that? Yeah, and my wife now used to work, walk to and from work, a half an hour walk from her house. I don't let her walk anymore since the Ashing Murphy. Again, I, I, I'm sorry this has happened to you. Uh, I really am. I'm sorry that uh, you felt so unsafe, Alison, by the behaviour of, of these men. And thank you for talking out about this. It's very brave of you to talk about it because I can even hear it in your voice when you're recounting what happened on those occasions. And I mean, you obviously working as a as a security as well, you know, you're, you're a lot of security, you're as tough as nails, but still this affected you uh, that badly, uh, that behaviour, because I would imagine there's nothing worse uh, that when you feel surrounded and you feel like you're the prey of these anim- yeah. of these animals, and that's and that's what they are. Thanks very and much. For t- sorry, go ahead. Austin. No, I was just going to say, especially working the jobs I worked as well. You're yeah. supposed to, like, when I was a bouncer, I two of the bouncers ended up walking me home at night uh, after another incident happened when somebody else followed me home because I was part of the crowd that kicked him out, and he saw me then at the week length and followed me home. But uh, I the guards helps with that one I, the guard, I have to ring the guards for that one but ever since then like, like I, know, I know I know like this whole hashtag not all men starts trending and everything when anyone starts and I know it's not all men my yeah. god in heaven do I know but like the onus my, my thing at the moment is it's always like women should be more vigilant women shouldn't dress like this women shouldn't uh, go yeah. places v- where they feel v- sick victim blaming where's the onus yeah. yeah where's the onus on come on lads kick the crap into the other fellas and make, yep. you know, not kick the crap into, that's probably no, bad. No, 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 but, if, but if, if you're in a group of lads, of six lads, and one of them starts catcalling uh, you walking home alone, that the other lads turn around and say, will you ever shut up, you gobshite, and leave that woman alone? But unfortunately... Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. That's, that's what we need. To, uh, other lads start calling out their friends or their relatives. Yeah. Like, even the most throwaway mar- remark can cut, cut you deep, you know? Thanks very much for talking to us, Alison. Very brave of you to speak out about it. Uh, Alison believes, and you can hear why, and with very good reason, she believes that uh, we should have uh, female-only carriages. 087-188-0008. Now, Alex, you've been holding for yonks. Thanks very much for being so patient. No bother, no bother at all. Grand. Now, what do you want to say about this? Um, yeah, no, I heard about this morning, I heard about the Wasps of Scotland were thinking of um, bringing it in, or I'm not sure if they have, or what the story is anyway. But I think on paper, yeah, no, it absolutely, it sounds like a really attractive um, proposal. I think women will feel much safer, um, far less likely to feel harmed or harassed. I know I would feel safer. I've been in situations on public transport late at night, or even the day where, you know, I just want to get off, I just want to get off the train. Why? What's happened? Um, I suppose it's very subtle sometimes. I think it's just being made feel uncomfortable. I've never been in a position where I think I'm going to be harmed, but I've been made feel really, really uncomfortable and just it creates all of anxiety. Just even, you know, somebody just staring at you and there's no one else there and they're just, you know, they're staring at you. And is, is that what it is? I'm trying to get a picture here. Is it you yeah. sit, sitting on a carriage and just a man not saying anything but just staring at you uh, constantly? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, I've been in situations like that once or twice and, you know, it'll be in the day, like, you know, public transport, especially, I'm, I'm from around, so there isn't a huge amount of transport on this side and when there is, it's, it's you know, it's not really used, um, so it's quiet, so I've been there, I've been getting trains back up to college or whatever and I've got my headphones in, I'm reading a book or whatever and, you know, you could there just be another person on the train or they could be with a friend and sometimes, like, I mean, sometimes I wouldn't even call them men, sometimes it's like a 17-year-old and, like, I'm not 17 but, yeah, I feel so, I feel very intimidated by someone that's five or six years younger than me, do you know? So I've been in situations like that as well, you know, so 
um, yeah, it's just you're made feel uncomfortable, which I think for me anyway is okay. you know a problem. I get that. Let me let me uh, uh, bring you a message from Daniel. Mm. Daniel, who's who's triggered by this, of course. Men always get triggered mm. as soon as you say anything. Uh, just yep. ban men from everywhere in society because that's what we're saying, Daniel and Cork. That's what we're saying. Um, this man bashing culture is going too far at this stage. The majority are good, hardworking people. Jesus Christ, Daniel. Uh, I've plenty of stories about females um, not taking no for an answer in a club or a pub, mm. says Daniel in Cork. It's not a crime to look at somebody. Daniel's yeah. not. Daniel's completely tone deaf to this conversation. He's he just not hearing uh, yeah. what, what you've been saying there. What would you say to that? Well, you know, I mean, from what I hear from that, I'm I'm, I'm sorry that you're so triggered by it, and maybe yeah. there's unresolved things that you know he needs to you know to look at. But I suppose for me, the issue isn't necessarily around. Like, I know it's not all men. I have a boyfriend that I love, and you know, treats me very well, and I have a dad, and I have brothers. Well, sorry, um, it's not all a man, but it, it's it's enough. It it's happens, enough men. It's enough men. It, yeah, exactly. And when it happens, it is men. And I suppose the one thing I would say is, like, you know. If you're, if a man is walking home at night, are you afraid of? Yeah, of course, men are afraid too at walking home at night. But are you afraid of a woman? or Are you afraid of a man? More likely. And if you're more afraid than a man, well, then that's our issue. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, if I was on a, if I was on a, uh, and I travel on the Lewis a yeah. lot in Dublin, if I was getting a Lewis home tonight from town at mm. nine o'clock, and I was on the carriage on the Lewis, and I was sitting there listening to me, my Spotify on my phone or whatever, and the only other people on the Lewis carriage was a group of eight women uh, and they started staring at me I wouldn't feel uncomfortable at all and mm. I, w- I wouldn't feel threatened and some men just can't get that into their thick skulls the, 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 yeah, difference, like, the difference between how women feel and I was speaking to our Ashing the producer about this yeah. and you know men just need to start putting themselves in, in women's shoes and understand Look, and what it's like I, for I, women and I think it's really important though, to, as well though, like I mean, we're not saying it's okay for women to do that either. It's absolutely not. And it should also, you know, women should be pulled up on that as well. Yeah, but that's, but you, yeah, you, but to be honest, that, that, that stuff that comes from people like Daniel, that's yeah. just what about should be nonsense. What about men? What about men? We're not talking about that at the moment. Yeah, no, and, absolutely. And, it, and if, think... if Daniel has felt threatened, sorry, I'm getting triggered by Daniel now, but if <laughs> Daniel, if Daniel has been on yeah. public transport and felt threatened by six women sitting opposite him, mm-hmm. then phone in Daniel and tell us about how threatened you were. Other than that, yeah. sit down and shut up about it. Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, at the end of the day, like, you know, biologically even, like, you know, men are stronger than women. So there's that fear to it as well. And that's just the reality. And so that's what I would say. I mean, like, if you're afraid of men, like, if you're a man, are you more afraid of a woman or a man walking home at night? And the chances are it's going to be a man, so that's still the issue, regardless of whether you're a man or a woman feeling uh, unsafe at night. Um, I think uh, the issue, I think the idea of bringing in uh, female carriages it's really, you know, it's really uh, attractive on paper. Um, but I suppose the only slight issue I would have with that is that if we only put our time and resources and uh, services into services that are specifically for female, we are to an extent taking the onus off men and off society to take responsibility for making yeah. women feel safe. I'm not no. saying that we don't need them. No, but obviously, really... obviously in an ideal world, yeah. in an ideal world, this would, yeah. and this this happened after so many attacks yeah. uh, that we can't talk about at the moment on women, but yeah. the, the, the main conversation was that women want to be able to feel safe yeah. here, there and everywhere. And that's, that's a utopia that we're never going to yeah. have because there are always... There are of always course, going yeah. to be like you're never going to you know there's always going to be instances like this unfortunately and there's nothing we can do about that I suppose though the thing I specifically would have only a slight issue I'm not saying that they should be they shouldn't be there I absolutely do think they should be there but for the example that I was thinking in my head earlier was like if you have 
somebody, and I know this is totally different, but this is just my way of ra- making it more rational for me. If you have someone who's really, really depressed and they go into a psychiatrist's office and the only thing the psychiatrist offers them is medication, yeah. doesn't offer them therapy, doesn't offer them counselling, you're not actually dealing with why you feel the way you feel. That's a problem. And I think, although I, I'm not saying we don't need female care, I think it's a fantastic idea and I think it'll make them feel safe in the moment and in the interim but what do you do when you get off that carriage yeah, what do you it, do when you go home exactly. what about all those things as well so I think it's absolutely important I know what you're saying it's, it's like it's, services, but it, it has to go in hand with something else yeah. it's, like, put, it's, like, put, it's like, putting a, like putting a plaster on a broken arm listen I'm sorry for cutting across you Alex thanks very much for talking to us uh, I need to go to a break we'll take some more of your action your reaction straight after the break if you want to get in on this very quickly 087 where are all the men want to hear from men uh, you're talking about, you're saying, giving out that it's all women that's on the show. Let's hear from the men on this. Our number 087 188 0008. That's 087 We're talking about the suggestion that we should have female only carriages on public transport so that women uh, can actually feel safer. And, uh, you know, we've heard from several women horrific stories um, of things they've encountered from men on public transport uh, and I, I also asked could we speak to some men as well because uh, you know to have a balanced discussion you should always hear from both genders and uh, we are joined on the line by uh, a man and that is uh, Donal how are you Donal? How are you doing Jeremy? How are good now before we before we even start on this I know that I know there's no court case pending on it but I know that uh, you did make a report so just be careful about the details and I'm saying no, I'm that Mention, I yeah. No, 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 but just to explain to the listeners, the reason I'm saying that is to protect you so that if in the future you do decide to bring charges uh, or if the police want to bring charges that you don't hinder your own case. But why, <laughs> why, why are you annoyed with today's discussion? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed with you in particular. Okay. Because uh, you, you started your discussion where I don't want to hear from men saying, uh, what about men that's been assaulted and men that's been abused? Uh, put back on your underpants. Like, you're, you're more saying men don't cry, men don't get upset. Let me tell you one thing. I'm a driver of public transport. I've been, ab- I've been abused on a weekly basis by men and women, and particularly youngsters going around in packs. And, and, what, women, and in, what uh, way, what, in what way are they abusing you? In what way they, are they, abuse, they, they abuse me, call me a scumbag and things like that because things don't go right or uh, they don't have the right money or their or the, the, the door car doesn't work or, or whatever. Yeah. They, take it all, they take it out in the drivers. No, and here's another thing. I, I, I stop people from getting on public transport because they wouldn't pay. And then when I'm walking up the street, the same people see me in my uniform. And I feel intimidated and things like that. And, and there's no... Listen, that's, I tell you what's wrong with society. What's wrong with society is people, and in particular, a, a liberal like you. Because any animal that attacks a woman... Well, by the way, first of all, Donald, you don't know a lot about me because I'm, li- I'm the furthest from a liberal there is. Well, to, well today as a complete liberal. No, no, let me just explain to Donald. Today's conversation came about because women have said that they don't feel safe on uh, public transport. I guess that there's men that feel, that feel safe on public transport as well. I guess that you work on public transport and you've been, been abused from both genders. That wasn't the discussion today. The discussion was whether or not we should have carriages just for women because of that. And I asked a question um, to, to men and I haven't got an answer uh, from anybody. And the question I asked was, uh, would any man be intimidated if they were on a carriage on their own with six women sitting opposite them? And let me put that question to you. Would you feel... Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Oh, you I would? would? Okay, well then, that's fine. I would, that's... I would call women on a 
encourages a parakite. That's what I would call it. And I'm still going to go back to the statement you made at the start of your show. Your colleague, Niall Byland, would never make a statement like this. You, you're looking for a balance. Well, sorry, hang on. I'm not, first of all, I'm not Niall Boylan, so don't expect me to share the same views as him or to, 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 to mirror exactly what he says. We're two different people. So we don't, he doesn't mirror himself on me and I don't mirror myself on him. So, um, you know. I'm comparing you because you're two presenters. Yeah, so we have two presenters that, that have two different takes uh, on things. What you're looking for an answer. You you started your show today, and you said, "I don't want to hear from any angry men." You can put back on your own defences, and you're more the same as men yes. don't intimidate, men don't cry, men are. No, no, no. Here, hang on, Donald. First of all, nobody, and you need to calm down for a start. First of all, so we can have a civil conversation. First of all. Uh, I was talking about angry men in the in the sense that men who, as soon as you even mentioned that um, women were being attacked on public transport, men come on the defensive straight away. Not all men, not all men. Nobody said it was all men, first of all. So that was the point that I was making. Uh, not, I don't want to hear from men who are just angry because men are being given out about here. You heard the two women that we spoke to previously. They're absolutely terrified, Donald, to be on public transport. I'm glad. I'm actually glad that you as a man have spoken out and said that you would be in Intimidated if you were on a carriage uh, with, with six with six uh, other women there. I'm glad that you had the guts to speak about oh that. I'm delighted you said that because yeah. I listened to I listened to an interview from the chief executive of Women's Aid who refuses to accept that there's such a thing as domestic violence against men. Well, that's a disgusting thing to suggest because and I I don't, I don't can't confirm or deny that I haven't heard that person saying that. But time with Mary and McAllen. so that's what we're up against. And and as all you, well, no, anybody that says domestic abuse against men uh, doesn't exist. It has their head in the clouds. Uh, to be honest with you, I have two friends who've been male victims of domestic abuse. It does bloody happen uh, on yeah. a huge scale. Yeah. Tell me about your situation. And again, I want to protect you. I want to protect you in case this does go further. What happens? I was assaulted, but I'm not going to talk about this assault because the statement was made and I can't talk about it. But I will talk about it in a later term. But you can be assured I was assaulted. But what I'm saying is, what's happening at the moment is there's a wedge being driven between men and women. That's what's happening. A wedge where all women are going to be afraid of their life of men and there's no need for whatsoever. What we need... But hang on, Donald. Let me ask you a question. Can you blame women for feeling this way? Listen to the two women we spoke previously there uh, about how they feel. They're terrified to get on public transport. They know one of those women themselves said... And I can quote what she said. She said, I know it's not all men. My own partner is a man when it would never do something like this. But it's a lot of men behaving like this. Well, I, my partner, a lot of my female friends and everything else like that, feel that there's a way to be put. There's one comment I'll agree with what a couple of ladies were on there today was. And they were said that men need to call it out. I completely agree with it. Yeah. I have two sons. If they said anything like that, insulting towards women, I tell you one thing, they'd be sorry. But if I, but let me tell you one thing. It's a wedge that's been drawn. Like, you take that that, that girl that was... that what, that what happened last week, and I don't want to talk, or a few weeks ago, I don't want to talk about that. Of I course, yeah. No, 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 please, I'm please, please don't. Yeah, no, and I will not. But the whole country was upset, and rightly so. But, but who, well, hang on, let me ask you a question then, Donald. Who is driving this wedge? Can women, can women not speak about violence against them without men getting triggered about it? I mean, I'm a man. I'm a man. You're a man. I don't get, I just don't get the mentality. I don't get triggered when I hear women like the two previous callers speaking about their horrific uh, incidents that they've, that, that, that they've had, I get embarrassed as a man because yeah. I'm disgusted. Well, I, don't. I don't. I'm not embarrassed as a man because I, I would never do anything like that. I, I'm not embarrassed as a man. And I'm not getting angry with these women telling their stories. They're right to tell their stories. Absolutely. But what, we, but what we need to do is stop calling it this. 
women being assaulted, men being assaulted, people being assaulted by complete animals and going into court and getting away with it because of a liberal society. We need riot should be the same as murder. Okay, well, there, and on that note, we will agree with each other because uh, I do, do believe that part of the problem, Donal, is uh, the courts and that there's no repercussions uh, for these attacks, that those men, um, that those men who uh, followed that girl home uh, that night, um, Nothing, nothing was done. They got away with it. And even had the guards had come, I don't think they, they would have been uh, they would have been arrested. So we are in agreement. And Donald, yeah. I genuinely, hand in my heart, hope you do um, go forward. Uh, and, you know, you've obviously made a report to the police. You don't want to talk about that's fine. But I do hope you pursue that because nobody should be made feel like that uh, in a public place. Thank you very much for your call, Donald. Let me go to Paula because I'm running out of time here. Uh, Paula, how are you? Oh, I'm fascinated, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, actually, Donald did get it right in the end. It's people. It's not men or women. Yes. It's people. And, you know... But, I don't, but, but, but to, to that end, Paula, I don't think there's any men who are out shouting for men-only carriages. I mean, I haven't heard any... Uh... Oh, no, not at all. No, no. And, I mean, the women-only carriage, is, is, it's, it's just, as you said, another sticking plaster on a broken arm. You know, yes, it would, be, it would definitely be a nice thing to do. And people would, women would feel safe. But as Alison, I think, said earlier on, what when they step outside the carriage? What when they're going to the loo? But how do, we, how do we... Yeah, I, I get you completely. And again, my wife was that person. As soon as she got off the loo, she had to walk uh, for about 15 mm-hmm. minutes in the dark. And I used to... I'd be in work as well at the time and I'd be texting her every five minutes saying, are you OK? Are you OK? Is it, is it brightly lit? Is it, is it brightly lit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get it that attacks happen on men as well. Jesus Christ, I'm not, my head isn't in the sand. Mm-hmm. And people thinking that, you know, oh, I'm going against men and I'm going against, and I'm demonising no, men. No, you're not. Jesus no, you're Christ, not. Are, they, are they listening to a different, uh, a different conversation? Um, well, everybody hears what they want to hear, don't they? Um, no, I, I was brought up to respect everybody. Yeah. Everybody, look everybody in the eye and say, yes, I do respect you. And it's not, you know, you then have to teach your children respect. And you do as you do, they do as you do, they don't do as you say. So you teach them by example. And that's the only way we're going to change this, is that men and women are equally committed to but, showing respect to each but other in but every with, way. The, with the greatest respect to you, and I, I agree with you, we are uh-huh. always going to have bad apples. Uh, I mean, for, oh, as, yeah. for as long as men and women have existed, there have been evil men and there have been yeah. evil women. Uh, that's, yeah. And that's not yeah. going to change um, because some people are just inherently bad and they're inherently evil. So Yeah, but then let's all put our heads above the parapet. My children were taught, I have a boy and a girl, right, both adults now, and they were taught to stand up for themselves, to stand up for their, their opinions and not to take something that wasn't fair. And by God, I went into their school so often because they were, I was always being called in because they had spoken out. And, it and is, people uh, should speak out. OK, let me, let me address uh, an, issue that, an issue that's just come in, if I can, if I can find it, uh, from a, a male caller again. And uh, again, this always comes up. OK. This, I assume this is from a man. Uh, for God's sake, women only transport. That's total discrimination. Get a grip and look up the law and definition of gender discrimination. I oh, won't... I knew that happened. Oh, yeah, here we go. No, it's, it gets better. It gets better. I won't be listening to this show again, promoting discrimination and hatred against males. My God, how do you, how do you even talk sense to someone like that? Well, it's, 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 it's like the anti-vaxxers. You can't. 
They just won't listen. The fact that he listened to this conversation and heard two tragic stories from women and the only thing he took away from that, that his take from that was that we're promoting discrimination. I just... I I mean, I I said that when when I talked to the researcher. I said, oh, every single uh, person will be on now saying, oh, it's discrimination against me or me or me. You know, it's very hard to change people's attitudes. Very hard to change anybody. It's just such bad takes that that people are having. And then another person saying that I was was saying that men shouldn't speak out against violence. Of course men should speak out about violence. Anybody should speak out about violence. But but that is not the issue. This is the issue about women not feeling safe on public transport. Why are people just not not getting that? uh, No, it is is an issue. And there are lots of men who don't feel safe on public transport. And if those men don't feel safe on public transport, and in fact we spoke to one a few minutes ago, Donald doesn't feel safe on public transport mm-hmm. and then there's messages coming in um, there's messages coming in uh, about Donald saying uh, they don't believe he doesn't feel safe now you cannot tell somebody whether or not they feel safe or not on public transport no, you can't. No, no, um, no. I just said me personally if I was on the Lewis or the train or the Dart or whatever and there were six women on the carriage uh, I wouldn't feel threatened now if one of them pulled out a pen knife and stuff or stuff like that then I will, would feel threatened that's completely different so in, mm. answer, in answer to the question female only carriages yes or no I would say yes, but. Oh, but. Yeah, yes, but. Yeah, but it's, again, but it's, it's, it's yeah, one yes, of but. Many, many measures that I know. need to be brought in. Yeah, it's not going to change anything. Thanks very much for uh, speaking to us uh, on Ireland's Classic Hits. Now, I have a load of uh, voice notes. Can Let me ask the boss, can I play them now? Oh, I can. I got the nod from Ashling here because it's been such a busy topic that some of you find it difficult to get through on the phone. So let's have a listen to this. Hey, I can't come on to the show. That's okay. Listen, yeah, absolutely. I'd be grand. More than happy to know that there's trams or carriages for women and women only. <clears throat> I have a daughter, I have a partner, I have a mother, I have family members who are women. And with what's going on, the fact that we can't seem to protect them, absolutely. Uh, that's only a small little thing that we could do. 100%. We need to do that. And for the men or the so-called men that are getting all wound up, come on lads, get over it. Yeah, and I mean, I've been accused of being a liberal. I'm the furthest thing from a liberal, liberal, by the way. Um, anybody that knows me knows me that. I'm a father of two young girls, okay? I also have a wife, so I have three, and I have a sister and a mother as well. So it could be argued I have five women in my life that I care about. Well, I care about all women, but I have five women uh, in my life who uh, I don't want my little girls growing up uh, in a world where they're afraid to get onto uh, a Lewis on the way home or a Dart or an intercity train. Uh, I want them to feel safe. Just listening to the show there, uh, they're talking about men and women and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'd like to put this question out there to anybody. Um, do you say it's not all men that do it? It's, it's a lot of men that do it. Um, so I'd just like to pose this question. Women are the primary caregivers to children in this country. So if the children are growing up like that who's to blame who's to blame for that is it the women who are bringing them up or what just like to pose that question there you know just something to think about it is, it is, and we could be debating that all day. Uh, who is responsible for, for men turning out the way they do? Some men, okay, some men. Next one. Hi, Jeremy. Just leaving a note in relation to the topic on... No problem. ...women-only carriages on trains. Uh, I think it's a good idea. 
my last experience on a train was three years ago when I was, we brought our son out on the dart to the sea. It was a beautiful summer's day. And he'd never been on the train before, and on, on any train before. And we were getting on and when I, they got on and then when I got on, there was a bunch of lads there, young fellas, probably about 15. And they started shouting and taunting. I was heavily pregnant with my second and they started shouting, get that effing baby out, pull that effing baby out and this, this just horrible, horrible stuff and really upsetting and scary. Um, obviously you're very vulnerable when you're pregnant as it is, not alone being treated like that. And uh, when they went on to, they were harassing a, a, a young Asian lady. She, they're being very racial, racially abusive to another woman and then they, they jumped off, I think it was Dunleary, I can't, I can't remember where they got off, but um, I haven't been on a train since that and I don't plan on going back anytime soon. I certainly wouldn't be bringing my children on it. Um, very, very unpleasant and very worrying that boys that young uh, are treating, treating anyone like that, but especially somebody um, who's eight months pregnant. <laughs> Okay, thanks a lot. Bye. Well, thank you for being so brave. That, I'm just, I don't get to hear these messages before, so I get to hear them at the same time that you get to hear them. And I am, takes a lot to leave me speechless. That is, there's no words. There are really no words that a pregnant woman, um, and they're not men, by the way, uh, who did this, but said that disgusting thing to a woman with a baby inside her. Uh, also, a couple of people messaged and said, um, um, I can't believe that there's people messaging in say that they don't believe uh, Donald. No, again, you're listening to uh, a completely different show, obviously. Uh, what they said was they don't believe, they do believe Donald's story that he was attacked and why wouldn't you believe it? Um, attacks do happen on men by women as well. But what they didn't believe is that he would feel threatened on a uh, public uh, transport carriage with just six women there minding their own business. That's what they said. OK, so happy to clear that up. Here is Mick. Good evening, Jeremy. How you make? Mick the taxi man. Yeah, Jeremy, I think, uh, I think, think no, they should, I don't think it should be mixed. I think, uh, sorry, should be uh, segregated like that, like separate women from men or whatever. Or uh, if, if the service provider, like the bus or the train, if they monitor the situation, you know, see a gang of youngsters coming up towards the train with cans. You know, you can refuse them, but there's no security on any, any buses or there's no security on the Lewis or, or the trains or anything like that. But I think if we're not going backwards in society, we start uh, separating the women from the, from the from the men or from the young youngers, you know. But uh, I do agree that, look, they should they should feel safe on public transport and it should be up to the other people to be more responsible. But uh, I don't think, maybe, I don't think now we should be segregating people and, and dividing people like this, you know. So now will be my uh, okay. intake on it. Thanks, Mick. To be honest with you, it doesn't sit well with me. Any, I don't like the word segregation, and it does hurt back to older uh, times. When do you remember when? Well, I don't remember, but back in the day. Uh, this is a completely different issue. But this will just tell you how times have changed. The reason uh, pubs in Ireland have a lounge and a bar. Do you know the reason? Ashing, actually, do you know why pubs? Oh, you do. Ashing's very intelligent. Um, the reason, uh, and I had to explain this to an American uh, relative of mine when they were home a couple of years ago and we brought them to a pub and she couldn't understand that there was two parts of a pub, that there was a lounge uh, and a bar. And when I explained it to her, she's a, she's a mad feminist, radical feminist, and she couldn't believe that at, at one stage in Ireland uh, that women were not allowed drink in the, uh, the bar. Uh, part of a pub and that's where the men went and the women went into the lounge and yeah I agree with you Mick I would 
don't want I hate the word segregation uh, but I don't have the answer and nobody seems to have the answer this is all about making uh, women feel safe on public, tra- public transport one last one Hi Jeremy and team today How are you? Look we can talk about this till we're blue in the face we can discuss it on TV on radio shows have headline newspaper articles but we are just living in a lawless society and children both boys and girls from as young as nine years old are just terrorising adults of all ages because they're just out of control and there's no big repercussions. And this would not be happening in some other European countries where there is always respect for older people. So I don't think this is the solution having like women only carriages. We need to change everything and let there be repercussions for young children going around terrorising people, wrecking stuff and all. Okay, thanks. No, thank you very much. And it takes me back to that message that we played a few minutes ago from the woman who uh, threatened while the baby was in her womb and being threatened, we get the baby out of you and all that. And you'd wonder, you'd wonder, those individuals that, 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 uh, that took part in that, you know, I would assume they're going to be fathers someday. I assume they're going to be married uh, someday um, to, to, to to women. And you would like to think that their attitude would change. And I'm not putting, I'm not excusing their disgusting behaviour. I'm putting it down to um, putting it down to you know being young because you know the difference between right and wrong. I just want to read out one last message from uh, God, a woman I haven't spoken to in years. Uh, Liz in Ballyfermot in Dublin, and she says. But it is discrimination. Not all men are predators. Nobody said they were, uh, Liz. It's a sad world we're living in uh, where this uh, is where we're going. But again, Liz, nobody said all men are predators. Okay. In fact, the only time that word predator was used uh, during this conversation was when I referred to the men who followed that poor woman home late at night on her own. They were predators. Okay. Uh, Women feel intimidated everywhere these days. So are we going to segregate everywhere? Women only parks where they can walk. Women only rooms. Been Jesus, was Liz available today? My God, I wouldn't have to speak to Liz. Uh, women only parks where they can walk. Women only rooms in pubs and clubs. Uh, women only sections in dark cinemas. Where does it stop? Says Liz in Bally Firm at Dublin. Um, Liz, if you've been listening to the stories over the last uh, over the last forty five minutes, you'll know that we have a huge, huge problem here. I don't have the answer. Uh, do you have the answer? What is the answer to keeping women safe? Um, because if this just is a small step towards someone like my wife being able to go home after the night shift on the Lewis in Dublin and not feel threatened, uh, I'm all for it because. I don't want my wife feeling uh, unsafe on public transport because of the behaviour of, and listen for it, wait for it, some men. Some men. I just want to read out one final message just to wrap up on the previous topic. And uh, I assume this is from a man. Yes, it is. Anthony. And he says, uh, the bottom line is more men get assaulted and seriously assaulted uh, when travelling on the Lewis at night. Uh, but once again, I, Anthony, again, if you have stats to back that up, uh, please send them on to me. I've never seen those stats uh, about uh, whether or not it's more men or women getting assaulted. But once again, the issue has only been raised regards women. Uh, it's not just women that need to feel safe. It's everyone. Absolutely. But this discussion today, Anthony, I want to finish off by making this little speech. The discussion today was about women. OK, and you know what? You may find this hard to believe. A lot of you may find this hard to believe. It's okay to have a discussion just about women and then maybe another day 
have it just about men. That's okay. You can separate the two and it's possible and it should be possible to be able to talk about women's issues one time and then talk about men's issues another time. And if next week or next month you want to talk to Niall about how you feel uh, unsafe uh, as a man in society, absolutely, I would love to hear those stories when we're talking about that. I would love to hear those stories, okay? But what I don't get, and I've never understood this 27 years doing radio, is the difference in attitude that you can talk about a topic that affects men. And I've done umpteen topics that affect men. I've, I've spoken about male domestic uh, violence in the past. I've spoken about lots of men. men. I've spoken about as much, as many male issues as I have as female issues in the past. And that's a fact, uh, doing radio for 27 years. And when you talk about things that affect men, when you talk about men's mental health or you talk about you know, domestic violence against men, you never, and I mean this, you never get a woman contacting you or texting the show going, what about us? What about us? It happens to us too. They empathise with you. They listen to your stories and they say to themselves, my God, that's awful what's happening to that man. That's awful. I empathise. They don't text radio shows and say, what about us? You need to talk about women. You need to talk about women. You can have both conversations separately. You can talk about them. Today's conversation was about women not feeling safe on public transport. And I'm sorry if as a man you felt triggered by that. That says more about you than it does uh, about them. Because just listen back. Listen back to the podcast of that topic. Listen back to the stories that we've been hearing for the last 45 minutes. Um, Just listen to the stories. And if your take from those stories, if you listen to those stories and your take from that is, what about me? What about me? Segregation, segregation, discrimination. If that's your take from it, you need to take a long, hard look at yourself. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.